I love bitches and I love you girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love bitches. <laughs> I love peaches. I love you. Sounds like um, I love bitches, which is equally as applicable. So um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 43 of the Tall, Dark and Ratchet podcast. I am your host, Marcel Williams, and uh, I am here on this Sunday post holiday. And uh, it was a lonely holiday. You know, most of my family is in um, Winnipeg, Manitoba. And then, of course, I've got my um sister and her side of that family in brampton um which is not that far however you know just slightly being mindful of the fact that you know it was going to be chaotic for her especially having to go to her in-laws and then she's got three little rugrats so you know just kept my distance but with that being said here we are we're back and let's kick things off right That's right. Coronavirus is still, in fact, a fucking thing. And um, it's getting to be annoying. It's getting to be like something you just don't even want to talk about anymore. Because, you know, what's the new update? Well, actually, that's that's Cap. There is actually a brand new update. Now, this one, I feel like this entire episode is going to have to be called Ayo Pause because of the content that I am uh, here to share. But keep it to account. A lot of these things, you know... I didn't come up with them. A lot of these things people shared with me, um, or it's uh, you know it's it's widespread news that I'm just reporting on. So with that being said, there's apparently a new strain of gonorrhea, and they're calling it super gonorrhea. Oh my gosh! Whenever I this soundboard thing is just okay. Let's say this again here. So there's apparently a new strain of gonorrhea. And they're calling it super gonorrhea. Come on, man. Now, here's the thing. I was a little bit taken aback because as if, you know, the world wasn't plagued with enough venereal diseases as it was, there's apparently, you know, a megasonic supercharged gonorrhea floating around. Now, here are some of the, um, the things that are being said about this super gonorrhea. So how did this come about, you might be asking? Well, overuse of antibiotics during the coronavirus pandemic has resulted in the more rapid spread of a type of antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. Now, that's scary news. 
This so-called super gonorrhea does not respond to the normal first-line treatments, making it particularly dangerous and uncomfortable for those affected. And last but not least, doctors and medical experts have long warned of the possibility that superbugs that are antibiotic resistant could become more commonplace. And this is one example. Come on, man. Now, listen, as if coronavirus hasn't affected our mentals enough, as if it hasn't affected our pockets enough, it's also affecting our genital area now, which is a little bit scary because, you know, it's not every day that, you know, contraceptives are being used. We're just being honest here. This is the no cap show. This is where we're, you know, being as transparent as possible. And sometimes, you know, you feel real comfortable with someone. You've gotten to know them to a certain capacity. And then you let that little latex piece in between you go away. But now, knowing that there's a super gonorrhea, I think we all got to be a little bit more mindful of where we're sticking our junk. So that's just one more thing for us to look out for because, you know, um, the pandemic has been plaguing us for a while now. We are in the final days of 2020, but it just seems like this shit is still going on. But my current plague is not a venereal disease or infection. No, it's actually a company that goes by the name of Best Buy. Now, I have tried to order this fucking contraption from these guys. It's been days. Days are about to turn into weeks, and then I'm just going to be fed up. Essentially, what I was trying to purchase is this iRig 2 stream. Now, what initially happened was, saw it online. I figured I'd place it where I could pick it up nearby because it said it was in stock. Placed my order. Come to find out, no longer in stock at that location. Okay, so what do I do? I decide, listen. I'm going to go to the closest location that has them in stock. So I message them. I ask them in their little, you know, live chat. Where is the closest location? They give me a location, said, listen, it's kind of far, but I'll Uber there because I want this contraption. So I Uber to this location. They have you standing out in the cold. Mind you, it's still a fucking Panasonic out there. So I'm outside in the cold in line after having Uber to this place. Finally, I get to this lineup. I ask the person to go grab me this iRig 2. And, um, you know, they take their time going in the back. Now, keep it to account. There's people in this lineup who are waiting for all their other items. You know, some people want an air fryer for the holidays. Some people just want to get an iPad. So I'm there standing, minding my own business. Finally, after a couple of minutes, this guy comes and it's not the correct one. He brings me the iRig Pro. Now, I know what I went there for. It was the iRig 2 stream. I was very specific, showed him a photo, even showed him how I attempted to make the purchase online to no avail. Now, this guy proceeds to try to upsell me. And I know the accent shouldn't be relevant in this story, but it is. So this guy tells me, look, bro, this is the Pro. And I was like, okay, I need the iRig 2 stream. To which he says, bro, this is the pro. And I'm like, why does your bro and pro sound the exact same? So he's very, very, you know, you could tell he was just too lazy to go back and go and get the correct one. So he tells me, look, I'll give, his, give you this pro for the same price as the other one. 
now I'm a sucker for a good deal. And also people are getting antsy in the line. So I say, sure, why not? If I can't use it, can I return it? He says, of course, till January 16th. So I went ahead and I purchased this iRig Pro. Come back home. I'm excited. I unbox this thing. And guess what? Big surprise. Doesn't work. So now I'm stuck with this iRig Pro that doesn't work. Still don't have the one that I do need. And all of the locations nearby don't carry this thing. So I say to myself, fine, you know what? I've had enough. I'm just going to order this thing to come directly to my home. Now, they didn't give me a notification to tell me, hey, your package has arrived, which allegedly, so they say, came in on December 24th. So I'm saying, okay, cool. You know, let me... uh let me go and check my email and see if uh, if this is uh, in, indeed the, the case. So I take the order number, I put it into their tracking, says it was delivered at around 11 a.m. on December 24th. I go outside, I check the mailbox. I'm looking in the back, the front, side, everywhere. Can't find this goddamn package. So I send them a message and I say, hey, what's going on with my package? Says it was delivered, it's nowhere in sight. To which they say, well, you know, you can... Uh, either get a refund or we can try to mail it out to you again. So now here I am. It is now officially December the 27th. I have been trying to purchase this thing since the 23rd or the 24th. And I had to walk to go and return the pro because the pro was of no use. And now I'm debating whether or not I even want to order the thing in, in the, in the first place. So here is uh, my tale about Best Buy. Be reluctant, be weary. They're out here trying to get your coins. So that was my two cents on that. Was it a a lackluster story? Probably. But that's kind of where my life is at right now, is that I'm venting about uh, Best Buy. So anyways, so I learned about Asusu this week. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what Asusu is. I do have the definition right here. So it's an arrangement made among friends. So Susu in British English or a Susu is Caribbean which means I should have known about this, but it's an arrangement made among friends whereby each person makes regular contributions to a fund, the money being drawn out periodically by each individual in turn. Now, the reason I became you know, aware of what a susu was is because on Clubhouse, there was a whole lot of kerfuffle going on last night about someone allegedly doing a little bit of a scam, if you will. They were calling this lady a scammer. Now, I don't know this woman from a hole in the wall. Do I follow her? Does she follow me back? Maybe. But I still don't know her from a hole in the wall. So she goes on to explain, you know, the difference between a susu and a blessing loom, which is more of a pyramid scheme. So now, from what I've been told, there is apparently some credibility to these susus. It's apparently just family traditions, trying to help out the community, help out your family. Um, But a blessing loom is more so a Ponzi scheme. It's where people are told that they put in a certain amount of money and then exponential money is then withdrawn. Now that just sounds phony from the get-go. And as somebody once said today when we were discussing this, listen, we're grown enough to make these decisions. If you as an adult are putting your money into some sus pot or a susu pot or a blessing loom, you got to be weary that, you know, things can happen and that you're putting your, your funds at risk. But listen... These are both terms I was not privy to prior to uh, the last 24 to 48 hours. 
And I got to say they're both malarkey. They're both bullshit. They're poppycock. So if you get caught up and swept up in the whole Susu madness, listen, my friend, that's on you. Come on, man. Now, the year is coming to an end. This is actually going to be, unless I do a guest randomly, which I don't know if, uh, if I have it in me because of all this pandemic Panasonic nonsense, it's very discouraging. I don't even want to talk to people unless they're on Clubhouse. So this may be the last part of 2020. So, you know, I'm going to try to just skate right through trying to just enter 2021 with some positive vibes because 2020 it's had some ups and it's had some downs. I'm going to go into that in a second. But like I said, this episode is going to be full of a yo pause moments. So let's get into some of those right now. And kicking things off is the ratchet of the week. Let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet. Ay. Let's get ratchet. 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 Ay. Let's get ratchet. 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 Let's get ratchet indeed. Now, this could be a coin toss on whether or not this person deserves the whose man's is this. But we're going to be spending a lot of time on the whose man's is this because there's multiple videos. It's multiple, you know, there's one guy who keeps posting these similar pieces of content and they're not Sue Sue, but they're definitely sus. So we're going to get into that shortly. Now, this one could have easily been the whose man's is this because the caption on Instagram is actually whose man's is this. But I decided to give it to a ratchet of the week because I found that a lot of my ratchets of the week, they've been very lady charged. And I feel like it's time to spread a little bit of that ratchet energy towards some of these guys out here who act in a fool. So without further ado, here's this week's ratchet of the week. boot up all right see now as if the handkerchief around his neck wasn't enough this guy was he wasn't gang banging but he was definitely bang banging because he was a sweaty guy that's if you're ever wondering oh marcel what are you like when you pop a molly that's just it right there and if you're just listening in it was a uh a gentleman in a little white t-shirt and he had a little red scarf wrapped around his neck grinding gyrating on the stage so he was front row so you know he was trying to be at this uh this concert he knew every word to the song and he was gyrating but now if you thought that was a little bit too much for you then you're gonna definitely want to skip ahead because the who's man's it this week there's a lot of questionable behavior going on here like not even just a little bit and we're talking like bruh there's definitely no blessings going on in this loom, but there's definitely a lot of Sue Sue going on. So let's get into this week's Whose Man's Is This? Whose man's is this? I need to know. I really need to know. No, no, no. Hey, who man's is this? 
Now, the Who's Man's List for this week is actually going to a gentleman who I don't know if he's even featured in these videos, but he keeps tagging his handles on these videos. And he's actually created a YouTube channel posting nothing but these videos. So I'm only going to play a couple of them because after that, you get the point. So now, I don't know what uh, these gentlemen's backgrounds are. If I had to guess, probably say Dominican. Why? Because they kind of look like me. I always get told that I look Dominican, but then these movements could never be me. Actually, that's Cap. I've done some very Susu type things in my day. So um, with that being said, I'm going to play this one first, even though this was one that I found after the fact. Um, but it's only because it sets it up where it's like, okay, this just looks like a regular, regular video. And then all of a sudden, things get a little bit too out of hand. Okay, so now the song clearly says do anything for clout. And clearly these guys are willing to go to lengths that most gentlemen probably shouldn't be doing in a barbershop. You saw there was a gentleman who stood up off of his seat and just dipped. Granted, staged. For sure staged. I wasn't born yesterday. That guy was tapping his barber on the shoulder saying like, yo, yo, what's going on with these guys when he had just stood up? I would probably would have stuck around and try to get a feel for what was going on here until the, the guy put the shaving cream on the guy's bald chest. Like, what are you putting shaving cream on this guy's chest for? It's already, you know, and then he starts gyrating and, and so on and so forth. I don't know. It's just, there's a lot going on here. But now the original video that I saw was this one. And there's definitely no question marks with this video right here. This one's very blatant. So I'm going to play you this one right now. No man should be able to move his body like this. And then why does the barber just join in? And first of all, you, they could have set something up a little bit more natural than him trying to shave his shoulder. What the fuck was going on there? And then he was just like gyrating and clucking like a chicken. Like it was just a lot going on here. And I don't know if my brain was ready to even digest any of that nonsense. So, you know, it is what it is. But I mean, listen, to each their own. I'm not here gyrate shaming. If that's what you want to do in your barbershop, to each their own. But 
I would smack the shit out of my barber if he just started to, you know, have his hand shake behind my cheeks like this and then started, you know, just gyrating the, the air and then the floor around him. But I mean, listen, here's my real gripe with this whole thing. They weren't wearing masks. That place should get reported not because of the behavior, but also because of the fact that they are not abiding by these restrictions. I don't know where they're located, but if you go back to that first video, that guy who was sitting in the chair, who was minding his own business, came in for a haircut, he was masked up. He's following the rules. He's abiding by the conditions that have been laid out. These other guys, I mean, listen, if they're not going to be catching Rona with that kind of behavior, they're definitely getting that super gonorrhea. Come on, man. So I'm just saying, you got to be mindful of your surroundings. Um, yeah, so I, I just kind of want to touch on uh, a little bit of the things that I've been going through this year, just because 2020 has been a uh, tumultuous one for a lot of people. Um, I may do a more thorough breakdown once this year is actually over, because, you know, I still got four days before I can technically say I've survived 2020. But um, yeah, so a lot of the things happened more so towards the end of the year for me, but I moved from Kelowna to Toronto in September. Um, around that same time, I lost somebody very close to me, which I've mentioned, uh, on this podcast before, so I won't go into it too much, but, um, I also started this podcast this year and I'm almost certain that I've gotten COVID, which was actually something that was earlier on in the year in February when I was traveling a lot. So, um, yeah, so those things all kind of intertwine to a certain degree because I started the podcast after I had learned how to edit video, which is something that I learned in Montreal prior to getting COVID. And then when I moved to Toronto, um, just before, like in that same week is when I found out that I had a friend that passed who I had reconnected with in Kelowna. Um but yeah, I mean, I think once this year ends, you'll see that kind of the the growth in terms of some of the content um, that I'm putting out because at the beginning of the year, this year, I put out essentially a, a recap of what my 2019 was like, having no social media, cutting out drinking. I got myself back into shape. And as you can see, I'm now back out of shape, which I can't even put all the blame on Corona. My eating habits, they're trash. To simply put them, I order a lot of fuck shit. Actually, probably right after I'm, I'm done recording this, probably going to order myself a nice za. Why? Because I fucking feel like it. And I am a grown human and I can do those things now. As a child, if I told mommy, mommy, I want Pizza Hut, she'd be like, yeah, get a job. Guess what? Got one of those now. So yeah, so I got fat towards the end of this year, um, but I did leave a lot of toxic stuff behind. Um, you know, we're always trying to grow. We're always trying to evolve as, as individuals. And I can honestly say I haven't, but I am working on it. So that is definitely something that I pat myself on the back for is that I'm constantly trying to put myself in a better situation, both physically, mentally, financially, all those things. Um, but yeah, I am excited for some of the content that you're probably going to be seeing this week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Some of it controversial. Am I going to get a lot of flack? Probably. But guess what? <laughs> I never bow down to toxicity and drama and shit of that nature. But I mean, listen, if you come into my DMs hot and I don't know who the fuck you were prior to 2020, you know, you're probably going to stay there in those fucking sent message requests. So stay out of my business, little bitch. 
But if I do know you and you got a problem with some of the content, feel free to tell me. I'm all about constructive criticism. But um, yeah, that's pretty much that. I did want to talk about um, whether or not we should feel bad about catfish, but that's such a long conversation. I'm going to save that for when I actually have a guest. But essentially where that came up from is that, you know, there's a lot of um, insecurity behind someone who's trying to catfish. And by catfish, because of course, there's a lot of varying degrees into what can make somebody a catfish or not. Um, when I see someone using excessive amounts of filters and, um, angles and, you know, editing post post editing stuff, I do feel bad to a degree because I feel like they are pressured by the society that we're in, where we've conditioned women, especially to, you know, fit a certain mold. So there is a level of empathy there. But I, I just feel like when do we draw the line as to when we can say that we've been victimized by, you know, the result of a catfish? And you can say, well, listen, we're just talking shallow stuff here. But it does say a lot about somebody's character if you only ever see them when they're, you know, hiding behind a filter. So like I said, that's a conversation that I'm not willing to have right now, especially not by my lonesome. Maybe I'll have somebody on here one day who you know, fits that mold, that description of somebody who could technically be deemed a catfish and then we'll air it out then. But until then, it's pretty much all I got for you today. But I do thank you very much for listening because, um, you know, this is what I do. This is how, you know, I express myself. So I appreciate you taking the time out to engage however that may be. So if this is your first time that you're checking this out and you're like, okay, well, that was pretty chill or that was pretty trash, let me know, you know, leave a a review on the DSP of your choice. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you know, take the time, put the five stars next to this pod, let people know that you, you fuck with it. Or if you don't fuck with it, then let them know, hit me with a one. If you're a little hating ass bitch, or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, make sure you subscribe. And I can see if you subscribe or not, because there's not many there. So, you know, hit me with a subscribe. Maybe hit it with a like. Maybe follow on social media. Whatever it is that you feel like you want to do to validate me. But listen, I'm clearly seeking validation. So validate me. But either way, I will see you guys next week and next year, technically. Um, But thank you very much for listening. Um, And uh, yeah, that's it. And that's my outro. Awkward silence. Peace.